Welcome to the Agency Navigators Podcast. I'm Ro. I'm Don. We're leadership experts, writers of the book, Changing Your Equation, and partners at RD Advisory Group. Insurance may be your expertise, but leading insurance agencies is ours. Now let's talk about navigating your agency forward. Welcome to another episode of the Agency Navigators Podcast. I'm Ro. I'm Don. And today we're really going to talk about a topic that's been facing us on a couple of fronts with our clients. And it's the concept of well, the separation of really the business's finances the, or the agency finances from the owner's finances. In this case, there are lots of gray areas. Uh, I would say that less is more in this case. <laughs> All right, spoken like a true yes. CFO. Yes, I advocate a complete separation from the agency's finances, from the individual or personal finances. All right, why don't you tell us complete separation? What about what about my cell phone? I'm a business owner. We don't really use our office phone. Can I? Is it just, as long as you can justify it. Okay. And really, there's all sorts of those ethical tests you learn in, in college, the newspaper test, the mirror test, your mother test. That's really what you need to do, isn't it? Yes. Uh, really, how would the IRS look at it? If you can convince the IRS that the deduction is appropriate, that you really are utilizing that tool for business purposes, then all well and good. But if it's really not the case where it is primarily personal, then you best keep it personal. All right. So, and this is something we practice, what we preach. We are we very good. Yeah, we do. And we see agencies struggle with this or have this question all the time mm-hmm. because the mindset is it's their money it's their agency yes. what does it matter yes and it really does matter and it matters a lot okay so we've got a tip sheet and we're going to take you all through it feel free to reach out don or myself we'll give you the email addresses at the end and we can email this to you but here's right now our tips of why why you should keep them separate first and foremost and this is something we've seen our clients go through especially if they're ready to retire or pass it on to the next generation or whatever it's the valuation it is one of the main ways an agency is valued is by ebitda okay and when you run personal finances or expenses through the agency it lowers ebitda and let's just take it back one step, mm-hmm. Mr. CFO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Explain EBITDA. EBITDA is earnings before interest, taxes, amortization, and depreciation. And why is that so important? It's because it's going to be uh, um, used in your agency valuation. And this is, is, this is technically how it's used. You take the uh, whatever, let's say it's $100,000 of EBITDA. And the agency would be priced at 10 to 15 times EBITDA. So therefore the agency would be worth between a million and a million and a half dollars. So when you put a personal expense, let's say it's a thousand dollars through your agency and it reduces your EBITDA by a thousand dollars. If you were gonna go sell your agency, the potential buyer would automatically look at that thousand dollar expense to be a thousand dollars less EBITDA Multiply that by 10 or 15. So now you're 10 to $15,000 less. There you go. So that $1,000 that seemed like such a small thing, on, in the buyer's eyes, they don't know it was personal. 
now they're they're reducing the valuation ten thousand or fifteen thousand dollars and you've always said this this will come out it comes out during due diligence ah, doesn't it yes it, the tables will flip on you okay how so because you're going to want to make the case to the to the potential buyer that really those were personal expenses and therefore it should be added back into EBITDA, which which was called a, uh, a pro, pro forma income statement, you're gonna be making the argument, no, those really were personal. And I just did that because I just ran it through the agency, but really, Mr. Buyer, they were really all personal. And it puts you in a really- It almost seems sketchy. It doesn't it now. <laughs> uh, so you're gonna have to fess up sooner or later and that's not a great position. I don't think that many owners want to be in. So when you say putting your personal expenses through your agency's financials distorts the financial picture, that's really part of how it does it. It's part of it. Uh, and I think let's expand upon that. So I think, you know, maybe we're not going to sell right away. Okay. All right. But when you look at the numbers yourself, when you look and run an uh, income statement or you look at the balance sheet, are you, do you have to mentally kind of back out all those expenses to get to the real numbers. And on the human side, it may seem quick and easy. We make very fast and a lot of decisions in a day, just run that through the agency. You're really not going to remember everything or all the details. No, you're not. The owner isn't. And here's the worst part. Neither are those within the agency that see the financials. Uh, your your managers, they're not going to understand. They're not going to be doing that same thought pattern. And if they are, they're going to be really disappointed. Uh, demoralized. Demoralized. So often we say, you know, we can't, we don't have enough money to give raises or we don't have enough money to hire. Oh, by the way, I just, you know, took this great vacation and, and I expensed it through the agency. Yeah, I, I'm, I met with a client for an hour. Yeah, that's the, the official story, but mm -hmm. it's essentially a vacation. Mm -hmm. How do you think that plays with the team? And uh, on the human side, we know people see more than they ever huh. let on. And if you think you're hiding it, if you have a bookkeeper or someone just balancing your checkbook or your credit card statement, they're going to see well, it. And I would say it's even less about hiding it. Your team members are never going to come to you and tell you how upset they are that you're running personal expenses through the book and then using it to justify can't hire somebody or can't give a raise. Nobody likelihood is ever going to voice that. No, they're just going to go leave and find another there job. There you go. They're going to become uh, disengaged. Mm -hmm. And if they come become enough disengaged, they're, they're out the door. They're out the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If the, you can see it, you can almost hear the conversation in their their head well, he takes care of himself, not the employees. I'm going to go to someone who takes care of the employees. Exactly. There's also, of course, the obvious, if the IRS, yeah. if you're doing way too much of this and the IRS comes on to you, there's going to be tax burdens, penalties, audits. I, it's going to get ugly. And if they find one, if they find, find one, one thing, thing it's, they'll give them reason to say, hey, uh, there's got to be more and they'll keep looking. And that's the reason, uh, uh, great reason, look, uh, an IRS audit is, is nothing, no joy. 
No, and you've actually been through yeah. one for yeah. an agency, and it was really just a routine audit. There was no red flags. Yeah. It just happened. Thank God you had everything in line. Exactly. And I still, one of the few times I lost sleep. Yeah. Uh, I, so, I've been with you a long time. and Yeah. He sleeps really well, guys. I, I sleep really well. And uh, that's the last thing you really want to do is uh, go into an IRS audit, and you know that there's, there's all these expenses. And you're going to have to, you're just waiting for them to ask the question, what's this? Mm -hmm. Why is it here? Uh, and um, you don't want to be in there. It's just, it's not a good situation. It isn't. It isn't. So now let's switch gears and mm -hmm. directions. How we've got advice and tips on how to keep your personal mm -hmm. and business finances separate. And I'm, you've given me a great segue right to that first one. And that's keep your personal bank accounts and credit cards separate because we see it's very easy to throw all your expenses on a credit card, bury them in a credit mm. card statement, mm. and that just keep them separate. Right. Business credit card, business expenses only, personal credit card, personal expenses only. That's a great start. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So first and foremost, separate it. Then there's no temptation. Correct. There's just no temptation. And they have it all the time. And something that we personally do, we pay ourselves through payroll. We are on our means. own payroll system. And yes, uh, and, and most ownership, you know, agency owners will do the same. And when you need uh, extra dollars in there, it's the profit, you know, the returning earnings are legitimately yours. You can bonus yourself through payroll mm -hmm. or you know, depending on how your legal entity is set up, you can take shareholder distributions. Mm -hmm. And that is the proper way. So if, uh, instead of uh, that's the legal proper way instead of I'm going to run some personal expenses through the business no don't do that pay yourself a bonus or take a shareholder distribution that's the proper way absolutely uh, implement a receipt tracking process yes it's not fun believe me I hate receipts someday you'll be happy that you did uh, yes. whether it's the IRS <laughs> audit it's just sound practice and it's also essential you expect your team members, you know, if your producers, other expenses, you want them when they file an expense report, I expect that you uh, require attached receipts. Do the set same. The, set the example. Set the example. We always say, reach out for guidance. You have a CPA. You, If you're one of our clients, go ahead, call us. We'll talk through it. The pros, the cons. Should this be a business expense? Should it be a personal expense? Yes. Yes, and I think overall, again, what I want everybody to take away is it may sound trivial. I'm just running through. I'm just filled my car up with gas, and I put it on the business account, even though I drove off to a vacation. It's so so small. It sounds so small, so insignificant. It's a habit, mm -hmm. and uh, these habits will multiply. So it's really this is a really important topic. It touches your agency in more ways you can ever imagine mm -hmm. and habits are hard to break that is easy true. easy to fall into yes we see that all the time easy to fall into yes once agencies uh fall into this it's very hard to change that that uh that habit and then they start thinking about well maybe i'm going to sell the agency in three years or so so i better change my ways do that now because if you if you do the separation now you will, I think you will always make better, more sound business decisions, mm -hmm. which ultimately 
maximizes the value of your agency. And you won't have to try to remember what you did so three you, years ago. It's just with a meal or a trip or something. It is. There's so many benefits, as we said, not only financial, it's human, uh, it's legal. It's just the right thing it's to do. It's the right thing to do. I saved kind of my favorite one for last. And this is a mindset. Yes. Definitely have the mindset that your agency is not a bank. Oh, yes. Yes. We see agencies oftentimes where the ownership will uh, take loans from the agency without the idea that they're ever going to pay them back. That, I would highly discourage that practice. Mm -hmm. that, that is, again, a dangerous mindset to have. It's, there's all sorts of financial implications. There could be legal implications with, with IRS. Uh, that's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. And again, from the human side in all of this, God forbid you get audited or it gets splashed across the newsfeed mm. that your agency was caught evading taxes or mm. has a tax penalty because it ran personal expenses through or for whatever reason. You're, the agencies are trusted advisors within their community. Yes. How is that going to look to Main Street America? Yes, uh, agreed. Uh, reputational damage. In this industry, it is just so crucial. Exactly. And, uh, yes, reputational damage <laughs> could, uh, the harm it could cause. So on the one side, okay, run some personal expenses through, save a little taxes, might feel good about that. After all, you've worked really hard to, we know we're small business owners. It is not easy to own a business. On the other side, oh my goodness, from the agency valuation to, just the team dynamics to your community standing. Uh, there's just so many reasons there you not go. to do it. When you add up all those reasons, mm -hmm. it's really compelling to keep complete separation. Absolutely. The separation between personal and professional. If it's going to be in any area, this is the area. This is it. All right. So again, if you'd like this tip sheet, it's just a FAQ sheet. Reach out to Don, our agency CFO at Don P at rdadvisorygroup.com. Go ahead. You can give a shout out to me. I'll send it to you at rowp at rdadvisorygroup.com. Thank you as always for listening to the podcast. Please be sure to follow us on whatever your favorite platform is. We're also on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, or just reach out to us via email. We're happy to have conversations. Our goal is to really help independent insurance agencies move forward. I wish you great financial health through separation. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Mm. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.